So it's warm, windy. I have pollen on my truck and I can't get it washed because I figured out how to put those straps on perfectly and I don't want to screw them up. So <laughs> and on top of that, we still have not yet gone to go get dirt and soil because I went there and it happened to be 12 o'clock when I got there. And so it was like, oh, great. They have a full hour lunch. They don't even come out to tell you they have a lunch. There's nothing posted that they have a lunch or anything like that. So now I got to figure out how to get everything and get it quick and get it again with short notice. I just absolutely getting frustrated with this. And it looks like I see a pile of compost, but it is small. Like seriously, three truckloads of our truck would fill it, would take it all. So yeah, so we got to get our asses back there as quick as we can and try to get everything and be there before they close at five o'clock, which by the way, they close their gate at 430. They close them at five o'clock. So it's like if you're not in there and in line at 430, then you're hosed. So and we want to get how many loads? How many? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> and, and on top of that, you know, I've got, I haven't talked about this in a long time, so I'm going to talk about this, that once again, six mother effing weeks in a row, we're not profitable. We're literally, they got the weekend run, so it's going to give us $11,250 for the entire week, which means after everything is taken out, we're going to have about $2,300 that we have to work with on bills. So I'm absolutely blown away by this and i'm just sitting there going nope i'm letting you do it i'm letting you do it go, go ahead you're gonna kill us you're going to kill us but go ahead you know and then they're asking today if if one four three five is available like where 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 we get the money to fix that i'm not going to go have it fixed and then be in debt to this company for sixteen thousand dollars when you can't keep one truck profitable why the f would i put two trucks out there so, yeah, just absolute ridiculousness that's in these guys' heads. So, I'm just, just can't handle the level of stupidity in them. But it is what it is, and it's good. And this is our first, uh, for season two. So, I'm pretty, uh, for our afternoon. So, yeah. yeah, I'm pretty happy about that. But uh, let's get right into it. So, thank you for joining us on the Afternoon Dive on the Stupid Podcast on Everything, where I'm Joey. And I'm Kiki. And we talk about everything. And nothing. All at the same time, by two people who are just trying to survive this ride without throwing up. So, today we get to talk about all kinds of fun stuff. You want to start or you want me to start? Oh, you can start. Okay, I'm absolutely going to start. I want to start by telling people some basic math, and I want people to understand it, because apparently people are too stupid to get this. So... When I explain this to you, if you didn't know before and you know now, cool, you're not stupid. You just didn't know. And if, you, if I tell you this now and you want to argue it, then you're stupid. Shut up. Go away. That's literally how I'm feeling right now with people, because everybody is blaming the Republicans and blaming Trump, which, again, I'm not the Trump fan and I have to keep defending this guy. And it's really getting annoying and, and on my nerves because personality wise, he drives me up a wall. But for you know what's going on with the banks and it's oh my gosh this is no it isn't it is not republicans 100 percent, it is not republicans shut up it is not it is 100 percent the current administration i'll show you i will show you nice and easy okay banks make their money by making loans banks live on those loans and they make those loans and they live on the futures of those loans and the interest payments of those loans and everything that comes along with the loan Banks have very little money cash on hand, and that has been the, that way since the beginning of banks ever being made. Banks lend money out to get a higher interest rate. Banks pay you a lower interest rate than they lend their money out at 
and the money is always out. If everybody went to any bank, it doesn't matter which bank it is, from the beginning of time and went to take all of their money out of that bank, that bank goes insolvent before that money can go back because that bank has investments out. That's what your money is doing. You are banking on that money going out and making you more money. And the banks say, hey, we also need to make money. This is where banks got away with it a long time ago during the Clinton administration and switched over from APR, which was an annual percentage rate, which allowed your money to accrue over itself on the, on the daily to going to an APY, which is what we have now, which is an annual percentage yield, which is garbage. It's absolute garbage. And it was doomed to fail the moment that APY became a thing. Because if you took 2.4% APR, you made 2.4% on that money on a regular basis. That money accrued daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly. If you put $1,000 in at a 2.4% APR, do you know what you had at the end of a year? Okay, it's right around $40 a year that you make on that $100. That's, or I'm sorry, $1,000. I say $100. I mean $1,000, okay? So on $1,000, you make 40, just, just under $40 on a 2.4% APR because you get money on top of that interest. So your money goes in, it makes a little bit of interest, and then the percentage goes up because you're making, or the percentage stays the same, but the money you get is the same because you have a little bit more money in there, Right? An APY, which is an annual percentage yield, means that you put $1,000 in at 2.4%. Do you know how much you get back at the end of that? 2.4%. Only at the end of the year. If you take it out or anything else before that, you make nothing. Wow. There's no accruement in an APY. And that's what banks set up. And when banks set that up, it all went to garbage. Okay, so then what happened? So then Trump comes in and we'll just go ahead and just call it the Trump era. I don't care. A businessman finally came in and he took over, you know, the presidency. And you know what he did in the banking industry? Nothing. Do you know what he did to deregulate banks? Nothing. He let them do what they were they were continually doing. Did he let them make high risk loans? No. Did he let them invest overseas in illegal ventures? No. Did he let them be racially biased against small black minority business owners? No. None of those. So what did he do? Nothing. He really did nothing. What they tried to say, so this is the hypocrisy in this. They tried to say that the Trump tax cuts only benefited the wealthy, so only the banks should have been the ones to benefit, right? Yeah. Except even the IRS data showed, even by by the Hill and the New York Post and, and the frickin' um, uh, Wall Street Journal, all had to acknowledge that nope, those tax cuts actually helped everybody and were more effective for the lower middle class because those people saving a few hundred dollars a year felt it much more than rich people saving a few hundred dollars a year. So it didn't work. So now what happens? So now we get into it. We get this moron, this walking Prada bag that is full of so many lies that every single day I wake up and just instantly have to tweet tweet a nice fact check of his lies sitting there telling us that it's the Republicans fault when number one it was a bipartisan bill that they're talking about and yes it happened in 2015 but that didn't do I mean 2016 but that had nothing or 15 sorry but that had nothing to do with Trump himself he just didn't veto the dang bill he signed it and you know what it was it was a bipartisan bill that allowed banks to lend out more money than than, than what they had 
already been lending out, but they had to have a security put in place for it. So there was a balance in that. And then what happens? We get this geriatric idiot into the White House. And what does he do? He screws up the economy so quickly, so bad with his 32 executive orders in his first 24 hours that he acknowledged pre-presidency would make him a dictator. Rolled all this stuff back, killed the economy, killed jobs, and made it literally impossible for people to, you know, grow. So what does the Fed do to start curbing the inflation that's happening because of our president, our current president, who literally stopped trade, who literally cut a pipeline and cut fuel and made it more expensive, who literally put us into a recession by definition? What is what does he do? What he the debt ceiling absolutely and so what does the fed do go feds like oh crap we got to get a control get control on inflation so the fed takes control of inflation and what does that do for people who are already struggling to make ends meet if they can get to a grocery store and find a full stock of whatever the item is that they're looking for the fed raises interest rates so people stop borrowing money and when people stop borrowing money then the banks have nobody to lend money to and when banks have nobody to lend money to banks have to start paying people out for the money that they owe them and they don't have new money coming in so they fail. And then what do we get? We get people like Janet Yellen trying to tell us that we are absolutely solvent. We're fine. We're, there's no problem. There's absolute confidence in banking. Don't look over here. That is a woman standing in front of a burning house telling you that the house is fine. Go on in. It's for sale and that the, the seller is motivated. That is what we have going on right now. Anybody who doesn't see that, who doesn't see that the, the increasing of our interest rates directly relate to people not borrowing money and people not borrowing money means that people aren't borrowing money and giving equity to banks and so banks have no money coming in and so banks that have no money coming in are just like any other business that has no money coming in and what happens to any business when it has no money coming in bankruptcy so absolute bullshit for anybody to sit there and blame even this previous bill about it which you should blame is the current dumbass sitting up and lying through his teeth every single day. PolitiFact, Politico, all of them are done fact-checking Biden because they know when they do, it's nothing but lies. They're done. They're not putting anything up. You know who their last fact-checked was? Tucker freaking Carlson, an opinion head over at Fox. While... You guys are good with Rachel Maddow spewing out so many lies. Don Lemon spewing out so many lies. But man, the moment Tucker Carlson is lies about one thing, whoo, they not only said he was lying, it was liar, liar, pants on fire, liar, man, that he said that those police were escorting him, were escorting the shaman around, but they weren't. You know what? I don't care who you like and who you don't. But don't blame other people for your own stupidity. I mean, now now it's like we've already we've already talked about this before that Republicans and I'm not a Republican. You're not a Republican. Mm -mm. You know, the we proved the lie that, you know, Democrats said that Republicans are wanting to cut Social Security. Well, guess what? Jean St. Pierre, dumb, extra, extraordinary woman that she is, said it again. Said it again that Republicans are trying to cut Social Security and Medicare. Okay, I'm going to have a nice little talk on the ACA right now 
Because you know what happened when the Affordable Care Act passed? I lost my doctor immediately. You know, for those of you who are old enough to remember this, because you aren't, we were told that when the Affordable Care Act was going to be passed, that we would be allowed to keep our doctor. That was our biggest concern. That was my biggest concern. I was going to lose Dr. Hart. I did not want to lose Dr. Hart. You know why? Because I paid $75 a month. That's affordable health care. Mm-hmm. $75 a month. I got all my basic checkups and exams. I got referrals. I got anything else that I needed. Everything was taken care of. My daughters were good. Everything was fine. My wife was good. Everybody was taken care of. $75 per person per month. That is great to me and anybody who went and did their own shopping around could have got a doctor for that exact same for that exact same cost did you see what the last one that i did when the aca when it rolled around here again when i filled it out Mm -hmm. four thousand eight hundred dollars a month is what they want for our family that's affordable that's the affordable health care act that is absolute insanity to sit there and try to say that that's that that's affordable because you know what happens every single time the government comes in and jumps on private industry they screw it up mm-hmm. do you know that uh, the vaccine the, the vaccine right now this, this is what really upsets me do you know who paid for the research of the vaccine Mm-mm. taxpayers okay. okay so and for every vaccine the federal government pays for it that's why it's free for us. But it's not free for us, right? Because we pay taxes. Yeah. Yeah. And we're paying an average of 50 to $80 per shot for something that we researched. We paid and funded the research for. Insulin is a joke, but insulin can be charged whatever the heck the, the capitalist market wants to charge it. So if the government wants to, to make insulin cheaper, you know what the government should do? The government should release a government insulin program and compete with them. That's all you have to do. It's like, it's amazing to me that, that people look at this and they think of it and they do it this way. And then on top of all of this is if this wasn't stupid and retarded enough, I have Pete Buttigieg and I would literally love to just slap him sideways about half the time he speaks up because he has no idea what he's talking about. He's never driven a truck, a train. He doesn't obviously know how even the infrastructure works. Do you know who owns the rails that the railroads run on? Mm-mm. The railroads. The railroads own those. They absolutely own them. The land that they're on is on lease, but they own the freaking rails, right? Okay. Could you imagine me trying to have the federal government pay for the repairs on my truck? No. So why the hell is the federal government trying to pass bills and legislation to repair the infrastructure of railroads? It's their railroad. It's a for-profit company's railroad. This is absolutely ridiculous. So I want to make sure that I have this totally and completely straight so that I understand this. And then I'm going to let you talk about stuff. Okay? I want to make sure that I understand that we want to blame gun manufacturers for what people do criminally with their guns. But we don't want to blame railroads for what they do negligently and willfully with their own rails. Do do I have that right? <laughs> Sounds like it. It's absolutely ridiculous. If you and I were 
to do something that wasn't gun related and kill somebody, we'd be liable for it. If I stabbed somebody, do you think that I that somebody could go and sue Shun? No. Okay. And for anybody who doesn't know, Shun is a culinary line of knives that that I have coveted for a very very long time, and I have a, a nice set now. Not done, but a nice set now. So, but could you imagine? I mean, doesn't that sound ridiculous? He stabbed him with your knife, so you're liable. Yeah, the, <laughs> that would be very weird. Well, but guns are only guns only have one purpose. Yeah, protecting people. Whoops, I'm sorry. Was was that not the answer you were looking for? You guns only have one purpose: killing things. No, guns are a deterrent, much in the same way an electric fence is a deterrent. In the same way that having nuclear missiles pointed at your enemy is a deterrent. Nuclear missiles aren't there to be used. Our goal and our want and our dream in life should always be to never use them. But railroads and rails are private entities. And the Department of Transportation wants to protect them and fix their infrastructure when you don't even have roads that work. I don't want to hear this crap. This is stuff that should be illegal and isn't. And this is, you know, marketing lies and BS. This is absolutely what this segment is made for. And I don't care who you voted for. I really don't. Okay. I, I don't. I didn't. And people are like, oh, he's going to get, you know, Trump's getting arrested. Cool. He's going to get indicted. Okay. What, what you, I, I literally had somebody on Twitter. It was like you and your kind me and my kind. I'm, I didn't, I don't support anybody. What are you talking about? I'm a centrist. I think they're all stupid. I think Trump's a blowhard, and I don't think that he's any kind of religious person in any way, shape, or form. I think he took on the the persona for, you know, the party, and I think that he didn't have to. I think if he would have sat there and said, look, politics are so messed up, we don't need a Republican, we don't need a Democrat, but I'm going to run on a Republican party because there is no independent ticket. Because the last independent who stood up there on stage was Ross Perot, and both parties eviscerated a multi-billionaire. Eviscerated him. Made fun of him. The guy was worth more money than Trump in equivalency for now. And he was eviscerated. Anybody who's a a successful businessman has to look at that and go, I don't want to be president. Look how corrupt these people are. My gosh, it's like going into a swimming pool with a bunch of piranha, you know, and, and having your leg cut and be like, I'll be fine. No, they want to destroy you. They, they, I watched the meeting where Trump allowed the press in with, with Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, and they didn't want to talk in front of the press because and, and Trump was the one who said it. Well, no, we just need the transparency. That was the funniest and most respectful thing I'd ever heard from him. But no, we don't have that now. We have a government lying to everybody on every, every single aspect of, of our existence, and people are buying it right and left. So let's go down the list. Women are not paid more, less, less than men for the same jobs. Minorities do not get paid less for the same jobs as as anybody else nobody is getting paid anything less or more based on the job it's illegal it's already been illegal we don't need to ban assault rifles we've already banned assault rifles any gun that is can be switched from semi-automatic to fully automatic has been banned in the united states and is not allowed to be carried by any civilian personnel 
Medicare and Medicaid were already in place for people who were low income and struggling. And now we are destroying it because the Affordable Health Care Act covers things that people don't have relative to their own lives. Nobody should be paying off your student loan. Nobody paid off mine. Nobody should be paying off yours. You should be paying off every debt that you have agreed to. You are responsible for it. And if you don't like it, you shouldn't have done it in the first place. You were never the exception to the rule. You are always a person proving the rule. And it isn't Republicans versus Democrats. It's us versus a corrupt elite. Okay. Now what do you have? Um, I have unpopular opinions from a few different places that I'm going to read and we'll see if we either agree with it or think it's unpopular for a reason. So this one, I definitely don't feel like is, uh, you know, I don't feel like we'll disagree with it, but I obviously understand that it is unpopular because I, maybe it's just because of social media or whatever. Uh, it's, I don't know if I'm getting if I'm just getting old or if slang is just starting to sound dumber and dumber every year. My latest peeve is the word riz, which is like an equivalent to smooth in some sense, but not used in the same way. But I get smooth or slick. They sound nice. But what the heck is riz? I looked into it to see how it started. And is it really worth becoming slang? But as far as I could tell, it was literally an invention of three TikTokers. And now I'm just giving up on the future. That's what most of our slang is coming from tiktok people that are thinking they're hilarious making some kind of a joke and then everybody decides to repeat it Mm -hmm. nobody has an original sense of humor anymore nobody has an original sense of vocabulary nobody has an original anything all of the children (laughs) growing up in society right now are just a bunch of copycats Mm -hmm. yet we have all the parents telling them oh no it's okay you're individual and it's come it's beginning it's getting a little ridiculous now you know, we joke about it all the time. Like, yeah, what what the heck is this word? What the heck is that? What are we doing? What are we talking about? You know, but <laughs> it's it's starting to get a little concerning. It's one thing to have things be funny and be a personality on TikTok and blah, 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 blah. It's another thing to not be able to stop. Like, I, it just amazes me. But, yeah, I agree with this one. <laughs> it's, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. No, I'm 100%. But, you know, it's funny because it's always been that way. For shizzle was like, (laughs) I I sat there and I looked at it and I was was early 20s when shizzle came out. And I was like, no, this can't. And, yep. But at least you could still understand what they're saying. Oh, yeah. No, no. Because we already talked about bussin'. Yeah. So that's the thing. What the heck is Riz? Apparently, uh, it's supposed to be short for charisma. But kind of, not really. Like, that's basically... Retarded. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely stupid. So, yeah. <laughs> it's it's supposed to mean charisma in a way, but not the same way. Like, you saying for shizzle is literally saying for sure. You're saying yes to mm-hmm. something, and you can understand that. You would never say... Because for Riz, people are like, oh, that guy's putting the Riz on her. Like, that's... Because it's ge- in generally means charisma, mm-hmm. but you can't say that guy's putting the charisma on her. That doesn't make sense. So that's what I that's what I don't understand is that slang is becoming something where we're just straight up replacing words in context that doesn't make sense for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's just yeah, it's weird. So yeah, no, I I agree with that one. Um, this one, 
is uh, ultimatums aren't toxic. I'm tired of social media pop psychology stoking so many people to believe that ultimatums are inherently bad, toxic, or even poor forms of communication. They're necessary in plenty of circumstances. Contrary to popular belief, giving someone an ultimatum doesn't mean you're manipulating them or being toxic to them. For example, telling someone, hey, you need to be ready to go in 10 minutes or I'm going to have to leave without you, is giving that person an ultimatum, yes. But if you have an obligation somewhere, you need to be there for one on time. Delivering that ultimatum is absolutely necessary. I'm tired of people acting like it's toxic just because it's an ultimatum and ultimatum is bad even if your ultimatum isn't related to external obligations or anything else tying your hands it's not inherently toxic to someone to have to put your foot down about something for example saying something like i'm not interested in continuing this relationship we if we aren't exclusive is not necessarily toxic it is simply a means of being clear and direct about your needs in a relationship ultimatum has become such a dirty word in the world of social media armchair psychology and weaponized therapy language and frankly it's gotten ridiculous i that was so well put Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, ultimatums it- are not scary evil mm. things only ever given out by bad manipulative people just like every other form of communication it is simply a tool that can be necessary sometimes in interpersonal relationships sure there are those who use ultimatums in toxic ways but that's true of just about every communication tactic yeah no i'm you know i i give ultimatums all the time i've grown up with ultimatums yeah. everything in life is an ultimatum yeah whether you turn left or r- turn right is an ultimatum everything everything is affected by every decision that you make people who's you know who people people who think that that ultimatums are toxic and and you know whatever are the same people who think it's oppressive you know who say it's like i don't know what i want to be when i grow up you're 52 bill <laughs> you're grown up Guess what? Figure it out. You know, this is this is that's that's it's ridiculous. I've heard that, too. And it's like, what? You know, you can't tell me that I mean that I have to do this or this is going to happen. No, I do that to you guys all the time. Hey, I'm leaving in 10 minutes. Yeah. And I leave. I go. I'm just gone. And it's like, if I got something I got to do, I'm going to do it. And it's like, that's it. And it's like, if I'm going to go do something, hey, I'm you know, I'm going to go do this. Can I go with you? Sure. You're going to be ready in five minutes. No, then no. You know, it's like, I'm going to make this for dinner. Oh, well, what else can I have? Hunger. You know, it's like, that's that's your choice. I'm not a restaurant. You know, it, we are we we are raised people who are just who feel like they shouldn't have to decide anything. They shouldn't have to choose anything. But everybody should be catering to them. We have a world of people in this country. Okay. Who believe that their decision and what they feel and what they want is genuine and valid because somebody on social media told them that I got news for you. If I don't pay my water bill tomorrow, my water gets shut off. That isn't the water company being mean and (laughs) absolutely mean, giving me an ultimatum and it's toxic and it's number one. Palestine water is pretty bad right now anyway, so it's not really a big loss except when it comes to flushing. But on the other side of it, that is a choice. That is a that is the choice that I make. You and I, we have a relationship or we don't. It's one or the other. But people, this is the same people like, do you know right now that. The White House was shocked, and, and I don't know who said it, but I was, I was kind of blown away by the statement. It was so fast, I clicked off it. I couldn't believe it was actually a thing. They're shocked that military enlistment right now is down. 
Wait, what? That's right. Because when you raise a country, when you raise a generation of people who hate our country, embrace socialism, want everything to be special, and I'm an influencer with 34 people following me on TikTok whose lives I affect every day, I can't possibly go in the military for a country that I don't agree with. Can you? Oh, gross. Yeah, go figure that the... the generation of children that are growing up thinking mental health comes before absolutely everything else in the world mm-hmm. believes that hey i can't put myself through something that means my mental health gets thrown out the window for months if not years mm-hmm. <laughs> like i man go figure that these kids that think that you know they can just stay home from school for two straight weeks because they don't feel like it yeah are the ones that don't want to make a commitment to something that is for months, there it is. if not it. years. Yep. It was the Post, and the Post said, you know, the White House was shocked. And I said, amazing. You raise a generation of Tide, Puck- Tide Pod-sucking idiots who want socialism, hate our countries, hate service members, cops, and anybody else who's an authority, consider themselves influencers because they have a couple of dozen followers, and don't know how to fix a clogged toilet or a lawnmower? Then you're surprised that they don't want to enlist into the military where somebody's going to tell them what to do 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year for four years? Shocker. It, it baffles me. You know, it baffles me. I, and, and the Affordable Care Act, they're, they're, oh, 13-year anniversary of it. And, they're, and, oh, but Republicans are trying to shut it down. No, they're not. No, they're not. They gave up that one a long time ago because you guys just absolutely proved how horrible it is. But what's worse is now you can't go back. You've literally poisoned the pool. We cannot go back to swimming in the pool that used to be there. You showed the medical the medical industry how they can make billions of dollars more with you fleecing Americans than they ever could before. And remember that the Affordable Care Act is a requirement of businesses. Businesses that can barely afford to make ends meet now have to lay off all non-family employees because they can't afford them. They can't afford to give them medical. And wow. And just for the record, so everybody understands this, why, where my anger in this comes from, my grandfather lost his doctor in the midst of dementia because of the ACA. So F the ACA. <sighs> what do you got next? Lego sucks and is too expensive. When I was a kid, Lego was known to promote creativity. Today, it's mostly hilariously overpriced license sets. Hell, they try to sell shitty Spider-Man Duplo to four-year-olds. Their main market seems to be 30-year-old nerds, though, who they can call sell Star-, Star Wars ships for hundreds and hundreds of dollars to that will collect dust in the display case and get sold on eBay after the divorce. Yeah. Not even going to argue. I 100% agree. I literally... <laughs> I remember thinking... Because I, I liked Legos. I grew up... When I was like itty bitty playing with Duplos mm-hmm. and having fun with that before they put character faces and all this other stuff where they had boy sets and girl sets and different colors and they were just the red, blue, yellow, green, mm-hmm. gray. <laughs> they were the, well, I'm talking about the Duplos in particular. They oh. were just they were the the bright 
colors to attract a child to go, ooh, bright colors, and I could fit things in and build things and use my imagination to create whatever I wanted. I would build super duper tall, you know, towers that just towered over me and Malia, and I would have fun with that, and we would have fun knocking it over and listening to the sound of them fall into the, the tile it was so entertaining and having fun with it. And we would build whole cityscapes because we had so many of them. We had literally had a giant playroom. We would build giant, like the whole room would be filled with buildings of Duplo blocks. And we would just sit there and use the rest of our things. We'd build houses, doll houses for our dolls. And then we would build big, basically life-size for us to be able to sit inside of, you know, big old boxes. for. And it was so fun. And then Mm -hmm. we played with Legos when we got a little bit older and it wasn't a choking hazard. (laughs) And we would have fun with those and we would build cool little things. I had projects in school that I would do and they were just basic Lego characters and you were supposed to sit there and figure it out. Mm -hmm. You got a set of things. It's like, yeah, this is what you can build. does come with an instruction booklet if you want specifically to build that thing. But for the most part, we threw the instruction booklet away. We would just figure it out. We would build the cars and figure out how to make them so that they actually worked with their little Lego wheels and everything. And it was so cool we had so much fun we had to figure it out Mm -hmm. and now they come in sets full of you know instructions it's just a giant puzzle it's not legos they're puzzles that's all it is you're following instructions to build it is no different now than just a regular plastic model yeah except that's exactly what it is it's a lot more expensive yep and you don't get cool little decals that you get to put on and you don't paint them afterwards nope no i i looked at like i i originally initially wanted the Death Star. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's yeah, so cool. Everybody wanted the Death Star. <laughs> but I was like, why would I pay $300 for a model? Why? 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 I can't even use them for other, anything else. Yeah. That's they're, the thing. There's the other models. You could, like, you, they move around. You could do stuff with it and right? everything. And you could play with it. I've built Gungnams. I've built, you know, just really cool. I, I built a whole Voltron set, you know. <laughs> and it was like... and. And they move, they transform, they turn into a bigger vulture. <laughs> you know, it was like, it was awesome. I had a blast doing those things as a kid. I, you know, I mean, think about it. You're building something with Legos now. They, cause they have, uh, they have the, the, what's it called? The aircraft carriers, right? We saw that when the big, big, huge aircraft carrier mm-hmm. one, it was like, oh, that's really cool. Except then what? Yeah, you can't play with it. And it's a thousand dollars. It's a thousand dollars. What is the point if you can't play with it? I could buy a real boat <laughs> for a thousand dollars. It's just ridiculous. So, yeah, no, nope, nope, nope. I I don't even think that's an unpopular opinion. I think that's everybody but Lego enthusiasts' opinions. Yeah. I think people who are well, you don't understand what it's like to be a real Lego fan. No, I don't understand what it's like to go broke for a toy that is you can't play that with. That you can't do any. Yeah, <laughs> you. Like people talk about Legoland and how great Legoland is, and I'm like, you can't build the stuff that's there at Legoland. You know what would make Legoland great? If you walked into Legoland, and every day they sanitize them, you know, clean them up and everything else, and all they did was walk you into a room with countless Legos and said- I thought that was a thing. That, that like, was build. one- one. I thought- I've been to Legoland twice, but I was so young. Mm-hmm. I swear there was a room where you could build with the Legos. There's a Duplo room in there where you can build a couple of crappy things and you can be in there for a little bit and you're sharing with a bunch of other people. What I'm talking about is if I walk in a room and there's 10,000 Lego pieces and they're not assigned to some stupid-ass set and they told me, hey, 50 bucks, you can be in here for the day and you can build whatever you want with Legos, I'm there. I'm going to have fun. And then on top of that, I don't have to clean it up afterwards. 
yeah, I'm good. But there's there's nothing like that. But most of what you go to Legoland for is to see Lego things that other people. I went to Legoland so I could built. drive around in their little Lego. Uh, okay, city. Yeah. That I, was my I, favorite I thing. that, and I understand that. And it's like, I've thought about doing something I like that in the backyard. Like, if we could have like, a little city type thing back there in the world type. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, Legoland was look, great for things like that. But who wants a museum of Legos? Yeah, I, well, yeah, no, I don't. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> we got any more? Yes. Okay, go for it. Uh, Taco Bell hot sauce is better than other hot sauces. I like Taco Bell's hot sauce not because it's spicy, but because it tastes good. Like, even the Diablo sauce isn't even hot, but it's still better than any other so- hot sauce. At least Taco Bell's hot sauce doesn't straight up taste like vinegar with a side of heartburn like basically every other hot sauce. I like the mild better than the hot. You know, but I, I'm, I'm not even disagreeing with it. I, I think that it depends on what you're looking for in your sauce. Because, like, we go to Taco Bell. You Do you like the mild, too? Or do you, I just, just get the mild and you just get whatever I get? I don't even Taco Bell anymore. Well, yeah, that's true. So, <laughs> so it's not, it, I can't really give an opinion anymore because I just don't like Taco Bell anymore. Mm, well, I like the sauce. I, but I don't, I don't eat a Taco Bell. When was the last time I ate a Taco Bell? Uh, Lily's birthday. Yeah, because uh, Mexican pizza. Yeah, that's right. Because that was we the only went, reason. And then we went to go watch uh, Second Avatar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was that was it. That was the last time I got a Mexican pizza and yeah, one I Taco Supreme and a bunch like, of mild sauce. <laughs> I don't like Taco Bell. I even when I did eat Taco Bell, I still would. I didn't like putting sauce on it, but I like uh, inherently. Yes, I like Taco Bell sauces. I never really got anything other than, like, I didn't get the Di- Diablo. I got the hot sauce every once in a while, and then I got the, the mild sauce. But it, it just depends. Like, I honestly would be, I would be inclined to try, like, my beans with their hot sauce or their regular mild I, I sauce. I want to add anything you, to beans. You, I'm not saying you. Okay. I said I'd be inclined mm-hmm. to try. <laughs> I put sour cream in it, and then I wanted to, like, whip myself for doing having committed such a sin. So... <laughs> <laughs> but so you're just never gonna eat them in a burrito or anything no. like you just okay look look me look look at my face am i do i even look like there's a, even a joke in there no it's there's just this... weird why they're perfect four things though no. you're not even gonna use it as a bean t- like i just that's so weird to me nope. i like beans i like dipping tortillas in them or chips in them or making a burrito or having a quesadilla to dip in it beans and cheese like i that's what i make them for but it doesn't matter it's you mm-hmm. i would try it with other things okay that's fine nami <laughs> what else we can end it on this one okay um personal choice is a bigger part of climate change than people want to admit Yes, the behavior of big corporations is absolutely a problem and needs to be challenged, and a ton of it is completely out of our control. But for many of these corporations, it's important to ask, where do they get so much of their money and power from? From us, the people who continuously buy stuff we don't need, dumping money into these corporations and making them bigger and more powerful. I'm not saying we all need to live completely... ascetic. Mm. I don't know what that means. Lifestyles. But I think more discussion should be happening on changes we can make on individual levels. I'm not even talking about recycling or metal straws. I'm more talking about clothing, shoes, bags, electronics, and things that we feel like we 
have to have the cutest or latest version of. The textile industry is a huge contributor to climate change, and I'm no angel, but I often wear my clothes until they have holes or are so faded and beat up that they're not really functional. Same with shoes. I don't buy things just because I want something new and cute. I don't buy new electronics until the ones I have are unusable. I use the same backpack for 10 years, etc., etc. You get the idea. We have to stop buying so much stuff. Everyone's lives are different, and the sacrifices we can make will vary depending on the person and their needs. And it doesn't have to be an all-or-nothing game, but more conversation should be dedicated to reducing consumption, not just complacently saying things like, oh, I can't use a plastic straw, but such-and-such company can do whatever they want. Yes, the corporations suck and need to be held accountable, but we're not completely innocent. Consumerism is a huge part of the picture, and we have to be honest with ourselves about it first. That was, like, put perfectly. Mm -hmm. People are so quick. They'll, oh, the, the, the world, we're dying, we're burning up, everything's so bad. But then we'll be the f same people that'll turn around and go, oh, there's a new iPhone out, I have to get it. <laughs> it's like, and yeah. it's like the same thing. Like, and I, I dare somebody to try to be like, okay, well, you're not any better. Like, no, I'm not. But, but I'm I don't also do that. not sitting I'm not there preaching like that. Yeah, yeah, I'm not spouting that there's so many issues with climate change. I'm that fine I, with my iPhone 11. <laughs> I want the new iPhone. I want the new things. I want things because they're cute. I want, but I also am the same person that is growing things in my own backyard and is trying to become more and more self-sustainable every single day. And those things become less and less of a, oh no, this is so bad when I am doing stuff like that. And so it's the same people that live in a, a city and think, ah man, you know what? We should start switching to more plant-based things because the meat industry is so bad. Says the person that is walking around wearing fur things mm -hmm. or liking Leather. being warm in the uh, winter or oh. being cool in the summer and buying different things all the time they always have to have you know they have to match their everything to be shoes you know the, the pants the, the whole jumpsuits thing and all that like everything has to be so you know nitpicky on everybody else but you can't you can't flip it on them because you know they're so perfect <laughs> and so mm -hmm. it's like i just i can't I can never get past that. I think it's so funny that people think it's the big corporations that are a big contributor. I'm like, okay, but are you carpooling? Right. This is a big, right. huge thing that we were right. talking about, you know, 10 years ago. It was, oh, man, we know how much, you know, everything we can save if you just carpool. But now everybody's like, oh, well, I don't want to be in the same car as other people. You know, that's so weird. Uber has become a big, huge thing. And people think, oh, yeah, no, it's so much better. No, it's not. You have these people driving mm -hmm. around for hours on end, hoping that they're going to get around a popular area where they can take people from one point to another just to 90% of the time still drive back empty handed. Or they're going to wait around with their car running while you do that thing because you're going to pay them extra for them to drive you back. Yep. So it's like, it's not better. And then they're going to eat at fast food because that's all they can really afford. Yeah. And so they guess what they do? They eat at some fast food corporation who has a bunch of stuff shipped over from China. Every single time that you get that box of fries, or wait, let me rephrase that. Every single time you get that cardboard box from Chipotle because you want to be more environmental, just know that cardboard box came from friggin' China. And it's shipped over on a big-ass tanker that loses upwards of 20% of its cargo into the ocean while spewing diesel right and left. Yep. So hush your mouth. Half of the stuff that you get that's biodegradable is coming from China. Half yeah. of the stuff that you get that's ecologically sound is coming from China. Half of the things that you are listening to me on right now are coming from China. It's where it is. The fact that people don't get this... I know there's people, our listeners are out there going, yeah, why don't people get this? Because stupidity is loud. The loudest person in the room, if, you ever go, if you've ever gone to a comedy show and there's a heckler, mm -hmm. you know what it always is? The dumbest, drunkest idiot in the room. And they are 
fun to mess with. I oh, have. Man. Have you seen the one with the? Uh, oh man, he was making a, a joke about being a Trump supporter, and da da da. Oh, and then oh. the black woman was like, "No, that's not funny. You don't yeah. understand." And her husband, also black, was just mm-hmm. like, "You know, I'm sorry, man." And he was like, "You're fine. She's drunk." Like, <laughs> like it was so funny. It's just and, like, and, and no, like, you don't get it. It's like full screaming mm-hmm. at him. Thanks, like, Kamala. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> and he's like, that is the most racist yeah. thing you ev- that's ever been said in the history yep. of the world ever. He's like, nah, I got like five more in the chamber, uh-huh. baby. Yeah, him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that I clip so much yeah. because it's so funny. Yeah, that's always how it is. It's the loudest, drunkest person in the room that mm-hmm. just can't. They're not there. They're not yeah. there. <laughs> no. <laughs> they're gone. <laughs> just, just, yeah, it's, it's the level of stupidity. So thank you so much for joining us this afternoon on the Afternoon Dive for the Stupid Podcast and everything. I have been Joey. And I'm Kiki. And we hope you like our a little more aggressive in the format. There are going to be some more changes for here for season two. Um, there's going to be more other people uh, <laughs> taking one of our seats or the other one of our seats because we're just, we're doing stuff. But I like having Lily. And I like having Tabby. And I'm sure you like having Nikki and you'll like having somebody else too. And so it's like, we're just going to have some fun and we're going to change things up because we like the different points of view and we embrace the different points of view. And uh, in the next couple of weeks, probably going to have a mayoral candidate um, here on the podcast for the silly little city that we live in and going to talk about some of the crap that's going on locally. So until then, peace out with your peace out. Bye.